Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. Andy here for What Culture Wrestling. And on today's news video, we're going to talk about some mass WWE firings, including at least one familiar face. We're going to talk the AEW talent who is very frustrated with their booking at the moment. We will give you the real reason why CM Punk isn't talking trash about AEW. And then we've got a major update on Brian Danielson's future and those retirement plans and everything else. I'm Andy. This is Big Mike. And this is the news. We're going to start this one off by talking about those WWE firings. The news of this broke yesterday. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reporting that WWE had made a bunch of corporate layoffs uh, on Friday. This follows 100 plus people leaving the company in September in the wake of Endeavor's takeover of WWE being finalized and closing and all of that. We spoke about that at the time uh, and PW Insider have confirmed that these layoffs have taken place as well. So according to WrestleNomics, these are in the finance team, sales and partnerships, human resources and production. Uh, and it includes multiple people at the senior vice president level. As far as names that you guys might know, uh, the, the, the most notable thing that's come come out and been public here is Mackenzie Mitchell, uh, who is, of course, the backstage interviewer from NXT. Um, she'd been with WWE since 2019, but she confirmed her departure from the company. I'll, I'll read the tweet to you. Uh, Today I was released by WWE. Uh, I met my husband, moved cross country from Connecticut to Florida for NXT, a place I've always considered home. Uh, and I've met friends that became like family. Uh, I've always said and firmly believe in when another, when uh, I've made a mess of this, sorry Mackenzie. I've always said and firmly believed in when one door closes, another opens. So she's looking to the future already, of course. Um, and she's gone from WWE after four years there. I think that's a bit of a harsh departure. I always thought Mackenzie Mitchell was really good um, in her role in NXT. It's not always that you get interviewers in pro wrestling who bring a bit of personality, a bit of liveliness to their scenes and to their interactions with other characters and they build like little relationships uh, and that makes you kind of look forward to these things a little bit more than just hearing from someone ahead of their match and I thought Mackenzie was always really good at that. So uh, strange to me personally that they've, they've chosen to let her go and uh, I, I guess the positive side of this is that if you can call it that, I don't think she'll struggle for work at all. I think that almost any pro wrestling broadcasting team who wants a really good backstage interviewer would benefit from having her around. So best of luck to her. Uh, I'm sure she'll land on her feet if she even stays in wrestling. Who the heck knows? She's maybe got some other plans. Uh, she is, of course, uh, married to Vic Joseph. They were married uh, quite recently. As she said in her tweet there, they met in WWE. Uh, but yeah, she's gone from NXT. There's no word on whether or not there have been any other on-air cuts. It sounds like this is primarily office staff. Um, 
at the moment, uh, which is, you know, tough to kind of reconcile because these things are a reality of corporate takeovers, unfortunately. When companies buy other companies, they tend to make mass staff cuts and, you know, uh, streamline things. I believe the word Nick Khan used was a synergize, which sounds quite weird. Um, uh, but it always sucks hearing about people losing their jobs, particularly at the, the, the corporate level. You know, these are like anyone else, people with families to support and and everything else. So, um, yeah, I mean, it really sucks. Um, sadly, not unforeseen um, because the Endeavour takeover has been quite protracted and they make mass cuts. That's what they do. It's what they did in the UFC and it's what they've done in WWE as well. So, um, yeah, best wishes to everyone who's who's kind of lost their job through this. Um, it's a really sucky situation. Uh, you don't like to come in here and talk about it and report on it. Uh, but it's part of the gig and just a sad reality of this business. Let's move on to the AEW star, who's a bit frustrated with their uh, presentation. It's Matt Hardy, and he was talking about this on his podcast, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Uh, I'm just going to read you his quotes because he's a very articulate man. He speaks really well, uh, and I could not possibly explain them better than the man himself because I am a buffoon who trips over his words in every sentence. Here's Matt Hardy. I feel like there is such a great spot for us at AEW, talking about the Hardys, uh, if we're just utilised in the correct way uh, and we've just got to get there. There's a huge fan base that wants to see us and we're beloved. Sure, we're not Matt and Jeff of 99 and 2000, but there is so much we can do to help young guys continue to come up and also give our rub to these young guys. Um, But we just need to be utilised in the right way. And we hope we can get there. We feel like we've been taking steps in the correct direction now. A little bit more here as well. Creatively, just the way we've been utilised the last four months, it's been very frustrating. Uh, We've been very patient, but there has been a lot of frustration with things we've done and kind of how we've been utilised in some ways. Hardy went on and and, and said that maybe uh, going heel uh, would help them realign a little bit and let them show a bit of a more aggressive style. Um, But there you go. Uh, Matt Hardy with his take on their current situation. Uh, They're not used that often in AEW's mainline programs, Matt and Jeff. Obviously, they're aligned with bro- Brothers A, Isaiah Cassidy at the moment, and Mark Quinn, uh, Cassidy's partner uh, in private parties. Been out injured for ages. He's believed to be nearing a comeback, so maybe they're going to do something with that. Uh, maybe they'll have the Hardys put, put private party over or something. I don't know. We'll see what we get. Um, but it's an interesting one to consider for sure. Uh, you can't look at the Hardys. Like, I mean, Matt says this himself. You can't look at what the Hardy Boys are in 2023 and go, yeah, that's the Hardys of your. Um, this is a very, very demanding business that they've been doing for a long time. And physically, they're not what they used to be. That's a very fair comment, I think. Um, and obviously, Jeff has had his issues uh, completely unrelated to injuries and stuff like that as well. So uh, personally, I wonder if that creates a reticence in AEW when it comes to pushing them. Uh, and stuff like that. But they are a big name. They are still over. So if you can use their name value and their fame and their legacy and everything else to put younger teams over and give them the rub, that's a very good thing indeed. So uh, let me know what you think down in the comment section below. What do you think of AEW's presentation of the Hardys? Is it fair? Is it uh, nowhere near enough? Would you like to see more of them? Or do you think they're in the right spot? Throw it down in the comment section below uh, and let us know. Let's move on to our next story of the day. It's that guy again, CM Punk. Uh, We can't go a video without mentioning this geezer at the moment, but hey, look, the thingies, the timestamps are down below. You know what to do if you're sick of him. Um, But why would you be? He's the king of content. 
This is a little update from Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, and I kind of feel like this is something we knew already, um, but it's good to have it cleared up nonetheless, because this has been a conversation this week. Uh, you want to know why CM Punk isn't talking crap about AEW in his promos on WWE TV? It's because he signed a non-disclosure. He signed an NDA uh, forbidding him from doing so. Um, I, I swear this was reported a while ago anyway, before he re-signed with WWE, but hey-ho, here we are. Um, so obviously Punk came back to WWE, a Survivor Series he then cut a promo on Raw which was quite tame by his standards but maybe by design we'll see we'll see um where there was no like veil, there wasn't even a veiled shot at AEW really. Uh, there was a couple of things that could be interpreted as such, but he wasn't standing there going, Tony Khan, you suck, uh, because he's not allowed to do so legally. Uh, Dave notes in the Observer as well, there's the same for Tony Khan, he can't talk about it, that's why Tony did that interview and he, the other week and he's like, hey, no, I, I can't talk about CM Punk. Uh, and other people who, who fought with Punk in AEW, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, and Jack Perry are mentioned here. There's no word on Kenny Omega, but you can probably assume so, given that he was in the room for Brawl Out, and he was bitten in the arm, uh, allegedly, by another man. So, yeah, he's, he probably signed one as well. So... It's probably the sensible move um, in terms of, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this CM Punk WWE run being motivated a bit by spite for what happened in AEW. And if he's blasting off at the mouth on TV every week uh, about his times uh, in the other company, while I personally would find that very entertaining, yeah, it's probably not for the best. It's probably the best for everyone if this situation is as much as possible allowed to pass under the bridge now and just kind of move on and tell stories in your respective companies and make some magic and just try and put all of this away. Easier said than done for people who had literal fist fights with each other uh, and people whose jobs were affected immensely. Uh, so it's easy for me to sit in this chair here and say, hey, just get on with it. Um, that's not what I'm trying to do. But maybe it's just time to throw all this crap in the bin, set it on fire and just, just have some good wrestling. Let us know what you think as always. I'm sure you It's CM Punk. Everyone's got an opinion. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Uh, finally, let's talk about Brian Danielson before we get into your Twitter questions for the day. Um, bit of an update on his future, of course, he's done as a full-time wrestler in a year of what's probably closer to like eight or nine months at this stage. He announced that a few months ago. He's been planning on stepping back for ages. I swear he's mentioned like early retirement so many times throughout his career, even going back to his time in WWE. He's a family man now, and maybe he just doesn't want to beat the crap out of his body uh, even more than he already has. And he's done a lot of that, let's be honest. But Tony Khan's had an interview here with The Athletic uh, talking about Brian. Uh, basically, he's going to stick around. He's going to still be around in AEW a little bit, even after... What are you looking at? Uh thought so. He's going to be around in AEW a little bit longer after his uh, full-time run is done. Here's the quote from Tony. Uh, Brian and I made an agreement three years uh, to the week before AEW All-In in 2024. Uh, the agreement was that Brian would wrestle full-time for three years. Uh, even three years in advance of the expiration of the agreement, I was already clawing for him to stay. He will stay with us in spirit and sometimes occasionally make sporadic appearances with us. Uh, but the end of the full-time run with us is going to be in 2024. So there you go. Uh, you can enjoy the work of Brian Danielson as a full-time wrestler, as arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. I think that's a fun conversation to have, for sure, um, until some point in 2024. I, I've really enjoyed his AEW run. A lot of injuries, unfortunately, um, and obviously you don't wish those on anybody, especially one of the all-timers. Um, so I kind of wish those hadn't happened. Um, but I think that, in particular, this year has been excellent. I think the Zack Sabre Jr. match, still my match of the year. Uh, I don't see anything kind of deforming it now that we've only got like 29 days left of this month or whatever. Um, tremendous time across the board. I think he's a great influence on the company as well. Um, he's great to have around younger talent. And he can, you know, match anybody in the ring. Um, phenomenal guy, phenomenal wrestler. It's a shame that his career might be coming to a full-time end next year, uh, but it's his choice and you've got to respect that. And it's nice to see somebody going out uh, at that stage rather than waiting until like they've snapped their leg in half or, you know, something brutal. Um, so, hey, shout-outs to Brian Danielson and shout-outs to everyone who sent in questions on X. Today, I still say Twitter. and I, why, why do you change the name, Elon Musk? Why why do you do that? Um, but the first one here is from Himanshu Aman, who would like to know, who is your punk dream match uh, that nobody is talking about in WWE? Very interesting question here. Uh, mine is Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, I think that'd be really great. Um, yeah, we've all sat here and gone, oh yeah, Steve Austin, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, whatever, whatever. But sometimes the under the radar stuff is, uh, is even more interesting, so. Mine is Julius Creed. Uh, I think that this uh, guy is absolutely sensational. I agree with my esteemed colleagues who have pinpointed him as a, perhaps one of the future uh, top stars of this company. And look, I love Brutus as well. In fact, I think I connect with Brutus a little bit more because he's more of a meathead um, in his style and everything else. Uh, but Julius is just so well-rounded. Uh, he can do pretty much everything at this very young stage in his career. Uh, and I think Punk and him would have some magic together. Also, Punk worked with a lot of younger people in AEW, uh, wrestlers far earlier in their development cycle. Even uh, people who've been doing it for ages like Ricky Starks and, and Darby Allen and, and Powerhouse Hobbs. He, he uh, really embraced working with those guys. And I think he would do the same with Julius. I think they'd have an exquisite match. Uh, and, and 
you know, Julius could learn a lot from being in the ring with a guy like Punk. So that's my pick. Uh, but what's your pick? Let me know down below. I think Carmelo Hayes is a really good shout as well. Uh, next question comes from Anthony Ramos, who would like to know, good morning, Andy, you legend. Thank you very much, you legend. Uh, who gets the big push to dethrone timeless Tony Storm as AEW Women's Champion? The options here are Statlander, Sky Blue, Sheeta, Mariah May, Julia Hart, Athena, or somebody else. So... My pick, if she's healthy, is Jamie Hayter. Uh, very hard to, to sit here and fantasy book things when you've no idea how long she's going to be out and she's got a very serious injury and all of that stuff. But um, obviously, when someone has to lose their belt through injury and they're a big fan favourite, when they come back, you want to see them get the redemption because, you know, she had to... She was hurt. She had to lose it. Um, so she would be my top pick. But if she can't make it, um, I would pick Athena. Um... I think that her Ring of Honor run this year has been exquisite. I think her and Billy Starks has been one of the best stories in wrestling. Uh, and it's a shame that, that more people haven't seen it because it's happening on Ring of Honor. Um, it's a show that, that, that not a great deal of people watch. Um, but you have to put stories on these shows uh, to, to, to make them pull people in to a degree uh, and I don't like it when we sit here and go or, or when when online people are like hey why is this this should be on a bigger show it's like no you need to put cool stuff on this show so people come over and um, so I'm kind of glad in a way but at the same time once the Billy Stark stuff is over they're having their match at final battle I would love to see if Vina uh, doing this act because it's a major league act She's a tremendous heel. She's really found her character. Uh, the Willow stuff earlier this year was absolutely sensational as well. But yeah, Athena would be great. It's a bit of a difficult transition, heel to heel. Uh, so maybe if you want something a bit smoother, uh, who am I going with? Who am I going with? Chris Statlander. Great TBS title run. Let's see her do something a bit more story-driven uh, in the Women's World Championship division. Next question comes from a frequent friend of the show, Eddie Sam Harry, who wants to know, who's your dark horse pick to win the Women's and Men's Royal Rumble 2024? Let's do them in order. Women's Royal Rumble, Kyrie Sane. I feel like she's a name very few people are talking about here. Uh, and, you know, if you wanted to go down the route of her challenging EO, you could obviously do that, but I would keep them together. And what I would do is have uh, Kyrie go over and challenge Rhea Ripley because that match would be ridiculous. Uh, Rhea would be an incredible base uh, for Kyrie. They have very contrasting yet complementary styles that would work extremely well. And yeah, I, I know they're both heels, but Rhea's kind of a face. She's really popular because she's really great. So there you go. That's my pick. And I do have a men's option written down here as well. I drew McIntyre. Uh, look, bad stuff keeps happening to this guy in storyline. Um, he keeps getting hit with the stick of misfortune. How about he wins the Rumble and, and reverses that? Obviously, you'd want him to sign a new contract before committing to this. His current deal expires before WrestleMania. That wouldn't be good if he just buggered off after winning the Royal Rumble. Um, but look, he's been great. The, the, this heelish run, or it's full heel now. I guess, has been tremendous and it's really revitalized him in a lot of ways. So, hey, why the heck not? He could challenge Seth again. I know we've seen it and we're going to see it again, but it's good. So who cares? Uh, and our final question of the day comes from Ross Chaplin, who would like to know, what does the H stand for? Handsome. See you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.